0: Catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know, heading to this Monday morning, July 25th. I'm Reagan Knight, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Today is the last day to register to vote in the primary elections, and with redistricting going on across the state, there are some new ways to know how to vote. I spoke with WUFT's Carissa Allen about how important primary elections are and how voters can participate in the upcoming August 23rd primary. So how important are primary elections?
1: Yeah, they're extremely important. I know that primary elections typically do have lower um, voter turnout than elections in November, especially in midterm election years. But um, the August primary offers voters an opportunity to weigh in on the candidates that you will see in November. So when you cast your your ballot in August, you'll probably be more satisfied with who you see on the ballot in November. So it's the critical first step um, in this two-step process
0: what are some of the ways you can vote?
1: So there are a few ways you can vote by mail. You can also vote early um, or you can head to the polls on election day and vote in person.
0: How can someone vote by mail and is vote by mail safe? Yeah, so you can request a vote by
1: mail ballot one of five ways, Um, by telephone, website, in person, mail, or phone. And over the past few years, voting by mail has faced a lot of criticism, but I spoke to Aaron Klein, the Director of Communications and Outreach for the Alachua County Supervisor of Elections Office, and he reassured voters that voting by mail is a completely safe and secure way to vote. And Alachua County does have systems in place, um, such as ballot tracks, so you can track your voter all the way until it reaches the office, just to ensure that your vote was
0: received. If a voter votes by mail, when's the best time to send in their ballot?
1: Yeah, of course. Obviously, um, the earlier you send in your ballot, the better. But your ballot must be received by 7 p.m. on election day for your vote to count if you do vote by mail.
0: For the upcoming primary election, will there be early voting?
1: Yes. So there are a few designated early voting sites. You can look them up on the Alachua County Supervisor of Elections Office website. And early voting will be open from August 13th to August 20th.
0: Lately, uh, the state has gone under redistricting. How will this shape Gainesville and Alachua County?
1: I spoke to UF political science professor, Daniel Smith, who specializes in political participation. And he said um, the new state redistricting and the new maps will um, directly, obviously affect all of Florida, but it will affect Gainesville specifically. In the state Senate map, the city has kind of been split into half and then the same trend can be found for the state house map too. So Democrats um, in the old, kind of redistricted or the old district maps. Democrats did have a two to one advantage. But now that Gainesville has kind of been split into two, Democrats votes have been diminished.
0: Talking about some of the local races, you have in your story that some local seats such as Gainesville City Commission and mayor will be listed for the first time on the ballot in the primary. How will this affect the election now compared to just a couple years ago?
1: Right. It's interesting. As you mentioned, this is the first time that those local city and municipal races will be listed in the primaries. Originally, the elections were typically held in March, so turnout was pretty low. Dan Smith said that turnout usually fell between 10 and 20%. So turnout is expected to increase for these local elections just because it is a bigger primary election. But he said this does have consequences. There could be drastic roll-off, which means that many voters will vote for those offices that they know more about the candidates, but in the municipal races like the school board election where candidates don't necessarily have a party affiliation, there isn't a D or an R next to their name, voters might not know who to vote for and may not just vote at all. They may skip over those races completely and not cast their vote. So this does have consequences.
0: And this upcoming primary election, what are some races that are important
1: yeah, I think um doing your research on the Gainesville mayor mayoral election that's extremely important because you have a lot of diverse candidates running and specifically looking into zoning uh, inclusionary zoning versus exclusionary zoning is one of the biggest debates right now in the mayoral election. So just kind of looking into that to make sure you cast an informed vote. I would also research the Alachua County School Board candidates, because as I mentioned before, a lot of these candidates don't have a party affiliation next to their name, but they are partisan candidates and they do have beliefs that they will advocate for if elected. Um, So just making sure you know who you're casting your vote for in this election is extremely important.
0: That was WFT's Carissa Allen on what to expect from the upcoming primary election. Now, let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. The first of two votes that would eliminate exclusionary zoning citywide is set for August 4th. According to the Gainesville Sun, the Gainesville City Commission has set a date for its rescheduled hearing to decide whether to eliminate single-family zoning a controversial topic that has neighborhoods up in arms about the possibility of duplexes popping up around town. If passed, Gainesville would become the first municipality in Florida to adopt the citywide policy change. An Ocala prayer is sent back to lower court. According to News Service of Florida, a federal appeals court Friday directed a district judge to reconsider a ruling that said a 2014 prayer vigil backed by the Ocala police chief was unconstitutional. A three-judge panel of the 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals cited a U.S. Supreme Court decision last month that supported a Bremerton, Washington, high school football coach who lost his job after praying on the field following games. The panel said the district judge in the Ocala case should apply a legal standard that the Supreme Court used in the football coach decision. Former Tallahassee Mayor Andrew Gillum and his longtime campaign advisor Sharon Letman hicks are asking the federal government to postpone their trials until next year. According to WFSU, the two were indicted last month on charges of wire fraud and conspiracy to commit mail fraud. The federal government claims the two illegally steered political donations to their personal accounts. The original trial date was August 16th at the federal courthouse in Tallahassee. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit wuft.org for more information. I'm Reagan Knight, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Monday.